Welcome back to Cargumentative, a show where, once again, three out of four men join you in the studio to talk about cars and everything else automotive. I'm your host, Thomas Faulkner from the Sunday Times, and as usual, I'm joined by my reliable guests, Mark Polito and Nadav Ravid. Chance, how are you doing? Fine. Where's Mike? Good question. Where is Mike? Drinking? Uh, partying? The security Reveling? last time. Yeah. Mm. Time before that was CrossFit. Yeah, CrossFit World Championships, I think. Something like oh, that. Yeah. And the time before that, he, I think he's starting to be a rabbi. Is he? Something is he? like that. Okay. So um, tonight, it's a wedding? Is tonight, he growing those curly bits no, down to, his yeah, face? He is. And tonight, oh. I think he is the rabbi at the wedding. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Is really? he presiding? Presiding. Presiding. Really. Over. Rabbi presiding, Mike. Shame. I feel like we 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 rag Mark a lot. Well, he rags. He's, he's not yet to defend himself. You fine. know, he's got this like boyish, innocent enthusiasm, and we just take and we crush it like a rock. <laughs> it's fine. He's laughing at us right now. He's probably telling people about how I like Priuses and laughing. And yeah, because oh, I know this guy mm. Thomas. He likes yeah. Priuses. <laughs> anyway, no, you know what? He's. I think today. Yes. I think he's driving around parking lots with his doors up. He's just practicing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, oh, dear. It's time for news, and there was quite a bit of stuff happening. What Tell us. What is it? I can't week. remember. Well, the big Please news. Please don't. Oh, God. Uh, here yes. We go. Here oh, we no. go. What is yeah, it? I know. The turbocharged car that's not turbo. Uh, the Porsche Taycan. Not Taycan. Am I saying it right? No. Taycan. 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 But okay. it's A-Y. T-A-Y. Yeah. Taycan. But it's Turkish, so... Is it? Oh, okay. It's a Turkish horse or something. Yeah. Is it? Okay. A stud horse or a show horse or what kind of... Yeah, wild breeding. Horse. Stud, breeding horse. Stud. Wild horse. Okay. All right. Okay, so it's the Taycan. It's the long, long-awaited electric four-door sports car from Porsche. So where do they put the turbo? <laughs> there is no turbo. But Porsche thought it would be logical... Does Porsche know and, what a turbo and is? And easy to understand for the customer base that you have this car and you call it turbo and turbo S. So does turbo, fast, does turbo mean fast? It just goes to show that tur- you know, Porsche doesn't understand everything. <laughs> so what you're saying is that they should have had a, a Taycan S. Taycan and a Taycan S. Yeah. yeah. And okay. a Taycan R. Taycan S Plus. Or RS. Yeah. Well, when they bring out the GT2 RS. Yeah, <laughs> the Taycan, Taycan GT2, GT2 RS. RS. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. But <laughs> um, silly naming aside, it actually looks pretty cool, I think. Does what it? do you guys think? Yeah, well, I mean, electric cars are basically just appliances. Mm. Uh, you keep them for three years, five years. Trade batteries them in. Run batteries run out. Uh, the battery pack to buy a new one is more than the cost a of the kajillion. car. A kajillion. So you basically just throw it away and But recycle. in terms of electric cars, it's good looking. I yeah, think. I think yeah, so. It's a reasonable looking thing. Um, uh, someone posted, uh, I posted on our group this evening, the comparison of the Mission E and the production mm. Taycan. Pretty and similar. I, yeah. They, they are quite similar. It has lost something in translation, unfortunately. We've seen the Mission E. We saw the Mission E in, in the metal. Art. And it was actually quite a good looking thing. I think so. Um, what stands out about it for me is that, you know, that there's no point in bringing out a car that's, you know, matches Tesla. You know, Tesla's probably the most advanced in this game, and there's no point. And no, it wasn't I think clear. It's more advanced. Yeah, so it yeah. wasn't clear 
what they were you know there were so many like leaks and, and press shots and yeah. oh, it was know, endless whatever. endless and endless. now we know so now we know and, and, and they have moved the game on Big there's time. no question in, in certain specific ways one being the voltage of the car well the Tesla has got I think the most they have is 375 volt this and is the an Porsche 800 is 800 which is good for performance and also charging time it's good for performance and um, the other thing is the you gearbox you lost me at you lost me at voltage I find the Sorry. gearbox interesting <laughs> I find the gearbox interesting. Oh, it's got yeah, it's two, got speed. two speed gearbox, which oh, yeah. which which is I think is is an interesting move. Uh, it gives you both performance and uh, economy. Yeah. 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 So it's in other it manages words, to do that with a smaller <coughs> motor, which yes, keeps cooling down, which also. keeps cooling down. So the bottom line is, you've got a car that'll do 450 k's. If you yeah. throw everything else mm. out the window. Here's a car that you don't really have to worry about refueling anymore. It does the same as a normal petrol car. And are we, we going to get them in South Africa? Yes. Are Se- we? Second half of 2020. What? Yes. How are they going to recharge what infrastructure? They are going to be putting in infrastructure. But okay. Eskom really? doesn't make any No, but Porsche's. I know, but Porsche is going to go out there and put stuff in, whether or not they'll be connected. It's okay. anyone's guess. But it is coming here. So there'll be a charging station at Porsche. They're going to have and strategic. And at Tenton City, and that's it. Strategic locations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, what's also cool, it can be charged up uh, in 22 minutes. It can get up to 80% charge. If it's charged with how many? With, with, the, with the optimal charging setup. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And the performance is, is, is really good. So the turbo is 500 kilowatts. The turbo S is 560 kilowatts. Crazy. The man. turbo S will do 0 to 102.8 seconds, which yeah. is as fast as that new Lamborghini. And um, it'll do, both models will do 260 k's. Yeah. No, oh. it's fast. It's a lot of cars. Cool. We said before we we covered it last week uh, when you went here, yeah. Thomas, that yeah. it was actually handles very well. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Um, it does. And you know what's amazing is how much we're learning, how quickly we're learning about a completely new kind of vehicle technology. We're using well, terms that we didn't yeah. know. So one thing two, that Porsche has also added, just like a final point on this car, mm. is the sound. So they've uh, got a sound that's linked to um, how much you depress the accelerator. It changes the sound that comes through the speakers. Can you customize that sound to sound like a three five six <laughs> or, or a five fifty spider <laughs> or a horse <laughs> stud horse? So they got they got that. So it's related to speed and accelerator position, which load, us, yeah, load yeah, kind okay. of thing. So I think they're kind of they're trying to give they're trying to give a character, okay. trying to build in some character, cool. oh, which is interesting. Yeah. We shall see. They got to do something. I look forward to driving that actually. Um, well, you tell us if you get it, so we can also drive. Well, it. Probably, or you be selfish. It'll probably be overseas. Oh. Oh. So, unless you can fold up into my okay. my Thule bag, we'll make a plan. We'll make a plan. From one electric car to another, Tesla Model Three. This is becoming vegan. like an electric it's car. Gone vegan. So you can now have, you can now live vegan in LA, seats. be a vegan, and drive a vegan car. No leather. Everything else is like ethically sourced. sourced and, yeah, which is really? amazing. Nadav would like that. Yeah, um, you know me. Nissan GTR, <laughs> you, you guys, yeah, we like them. You like them. Uh, run out, week, a run out model or something. The GT, the GTR 50th anniversary edition. Mm. Have they been making it for that long? Yeah, two two point four. Well, I mean, the current GTR has been around for seems like forty five years. What it's is insane. it actually? Was it two thousand six? It was a long time. Uh, yeah, it's a very long time. It now. is a very long time. But listen, it's a brilliant car. Still going. Uh, this one, two point four million. Apparently, it's the most comfortable one. Yeah. Two point. I remember those cars started. I think at like a million. One point. Mm. Yeah, one point three. Yeah, and then they crept up. They crept up big time. So that's uh, that's in Joburg. Uh, Four hundred and ten kilowatts. That's sure. available now. Yeah, uh, two point nine seconds zero to hundred. They're claiming and limited to three hundred k's an hour. Fast car. Yeah. It's a fast car. 
Um, from one Nissan to another Nissan. The new Nissan Juke. Have you guys seen photographs of it? Please. I think I have. It's actually quite nice. Is it? Yeah. Um, the old one was very fugly. It was a fugly car. No, I haven't seen the new one. Is it new better looking? cool. Hang on. I will find your photograph because we You are, should have the stuff ready. You should be more We should have a big screen TV yeah. next to our air conditioner. Next to the Red Bull fridge. <laughs> next uh, to the Red Bull fridge. <laughs> you know. Next to the masseuse. Yeah, we get, we're getting some fancy guests on this show. We, we better start, you know, we catering are getting some fancy guests. Yeah, we are. Find your photograph. So, definitely uh, after yeah. Here we yeah. go. I, I we mean, need I an international start. Come on, I think it looks quite pleasant. Can you see? That. Oh, Can you see? It's still got headlights and that the back aren't looks really nice. headlights. Um, back looks good. Which ones are the headlights? What? Go to the front again. Uh, those. Uh, okay. It's, it's an improvement. Yeah. Looks it's like an X-Trail. It's got more space. One it looks like that the the Honda one, Ugh, not the Honda one, the Toyota one. Yeah, the, the CHR. The whatever. Yeah. Same, yeah, that's same. kind of the and then they compete, don't they? Aren't yeah, Nissan, they Toyota, and Mazda, and all of them made in one factory? <laughs> some of them are, some of them aren't. <laughs> okay, um, let's oh. talk about something else. Honda E. You like the Honda E? Honda I e like the Honda E. E. Honda well. E has just well, they Honda they, E makes sense. Honda leaked pictures of their own car before the Frankfurt show when it was supposed to be unveiled. Okay, and it looks like yes. Is that the first time a Honda's ever leaked? I think so. Oh, good one. Thank you. And it looks pretty much the same as the concept picks. That's awesome. And um, they drive it up the hill at Goodwood, though. Um, I don't. I don't know. People have already been driving that. No, no, no. But that wasn't the that wasn't the final production. No. Okay. That so was cool. That's a cool little thing. It is a cool thing. Yeah. It comes with... Um, will that come to South Africa? No. And if it does, it'll be very expensive. I know they're trying to change something in our legislation. Because uh, I think someone tweeted Elon Musk asking when Tesla will be coming to South Africa. Mm, and he said expensive. when... It's too expensive tax-wise to yeah. get it here. Yeah. So there needs to be kind of a... I mean, it's supposed to be a cheap, affordable... Well, not cheap, but an affordable yeah. electric city car. But mm. by the time it gets here, it's been... It like can't be charged in the same way as It's been horse-studded in terms of tax. Yep. It's just... Have a look at the Honda E. Um, Google it. Because cool car. it's a really cool-looking thing. With that. It's, a, it's an homage to the original Civic. Um, so in other words almost retro but it's retro futuristic it's a really cool looking thing it is and it comes with two engines you get a 100 kilowatt 113 right the latter is a range of 220k is that our electric segment done oh yeah well kind of honestly there's more there's more no Lamborghini Uh, we'll allow this how do you say this is it Cyan Cyan I've avoided Sean. Sean. Is it Sean Butt? Sean Butt. Sean Butt. <laughs> so I've avoided reading anything Sean. about this car because it Why? just because it just blurs. Why does it look so crap? Because yeah, all the Lamborghinis look the same. So oh, okay, supercapacitor or something. It's mm. a V12 hybrid, okay, and it has a supercapacitor as opposed to a normal lithium-ion battery pack, mm. which gives you ten times more power. But short burst of mm. it, doesn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's the most powerful Lambo ever made. And also the Lambo with the best power to weight ratio of all time. 350 k's an hour is the top speed, and it'll do 0 to 102.8. So but the same speed as a, as a Taycan. The Taycan. most important question. Zero to 100. I'm going to ask it on behalf of Mark. Let's do the doors go up. Oh, good question. Are there any pictures? Good question. Yeah, but they're all closed. So I, think I, this, I think I saw one of it. In this day and age when a Chiron does 480, I mean, is 350 so much of a big deal? No, it's not really. <sighs> Come on, Lambo. Try 63 are being, ma- are being made and they've all, they've all been accounted for. Of course, Obviously. Of course they have. Mike can't get one. Maybe he's going. Maybe he has. Maybe, 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 maybe that's what maybe he's that's test what driving tonight. Yeah. Uh, we all saw the Bugatti Chiron Supersport at 490. 
Yeah, yeah. we saw that. Yeah. Um, Did and our then listeners see that? 300 miles an hour. Did we talk about it last week? Why we do haven't? you always have to do stuff in miles? And because, the, power. because 480 is kind of a nowhere number. It's amazing. 300 is a round number. It's 300 amazing. MPH. What an amazing thing. It is amazing. It's like 500 k's an hour in a car. It's yeah. like, yeah. On road tires. And yeah. Road you can almost fuel. keep That's up amazing. with an airliner. So if you had a very long road from here to Cape Town and the <laughs> airliner took off yeah. and you and and you, and you go flat out the whole way, yeah. you'd probably only arrive in Cape Town like an hour no, you wouldn't because of how much time it takes to load the luggage and That's true, actually. the pilot has to wake himself up. And We need budget for this. We need to, <laughs> we need to build yeah, a road and we need this. to get a, a sure yeah. super sport. We need to straighten the N1. It'll be the best podcast in history. <laughs> but the story is that at full chat, that thing empties its tank in four minutes, something like that. Yeah. But to be fair, you've gone quite far. Yes, you have. You can just get on this in-flight 300 miles an hour, Thomas. Amazing. Yeah. Me. How many horsepowers is it? Fifteen hundred horsepower. It's a lot because the original Baron was one thousand one something kilowatts. It's a lot. Amazing. Uh, finally, more the French. Yes, they're pretty good nanny state. Yeah. Okay. So they're working on a noise radar, which they're installing in town. Well, in Paris, which is a very big town. But anyway, if you it's have a, noisy a, town. a loud motorbike that goes past it, it'll then shoot you. It'll then fine you. Oh. So it's like getting a speeding fine, but for too much noise. So if you put a dansk exhaust on your Porsche, can I can I say <laughs> it sounds like a monster truck? A yes. little no, can I say fine? that I'm all for that? Because why? What well, depends? I, what I live in an area. I don't know. I don't know why I pick up on this, but you can always hear the pizza delivery guy <laughs> whose exhaust has fallen off at like midnight. You're right, and his brakes <laughs> always squeak. As his well brakes squeak, comes. but it also yeah. takes him half a day to get past my house. <laughs> <laughs> Four days by yeah. camel. Yeah, anyway. but it's certain noises that are irritating. That 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 city din. I mean, I understand the mm. the theory behind what they're trying to do. You know, there's that just din. If you yeah. stand in the city and so it's just much like noise, white noise. Um, certain things, if you can remove them or reduce them, and you know, if 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 a car is faulty and producing the wrong noise, too much noise, I understand that. But mm. if that's going to be applied as a blanket, no, decibel, it can't be. So all you know, Porsche GT cars and Ferrari should be exempt because it's a nice noise. Because it's a nice, it's a nice noise. noise. But Ferraris someone, aren't such a nice noise. Someone who Some puts like all pre-turbo Ferraris, who puts <laughs> a shitty free-flow exhaust on his old Opel Corsa GSI. Exactly that guy. That guy. That's the guy. That guy gets <laughs> dragged outside and shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, Maybe we should fun. review the images and say, yeah, yeah. that's a violation. That's, yeah, that's great. <laughs> we'll do that. exactly. I want that job. <laughs> we want that job. We do. Um, Guys, that's all we have time for for news. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be speaking to a very special guest with a very special car. Fabulous. Guns, an essential tool in self-protection or a catalyst for criminality. CliffCentral.com presents GunCast, a podcast that unpacks the divisive issue of gun ownership in South Africa. Join legal expert Martin Hood as he hosts a series of talks with both sides of the gun lobby. Whether you support the right to carry guns or you believe they're a destructive tool that society could do without, GunCast will enlighten and challenge you in equal measure. Find GunCast now on the CliffCentral app, on CliffCentral.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cargumentative. Guys, we've got a special gentleman 
joining us in the studio. Vic Kampfer, thank you so much for coming out tonight and joining us here. What a pleasure. Thanks for the invite. Nice to be here. Absolutely. So, Vic... Um, so, wait. Vic is like... This show is kind of like Ellen or Oprah. You know, when they have the Oscars and they have the winner come onto their show first? Isn't that just the Oscars? No, that's that's like us. We've got the winner, oh, okay. the winner, the winner of the Who South African concourse, and now he's on our show. We first. have an exclusive. We, we do. have an exclusive. Yeah, this exactly. is a big deal for us. <laughs> we were at the concourse last week. We were. And... Um, this week, we, yeah, we're going to chat to Vic, who was the winner. He cleaned his, up. In his fantastic uh, Dino. So it's what not is a Ferrari it? Dino. I was about to say that. And that's like a no, So Vic can actually tell us what it is. Uh, and there's also another event to follow, which is the Durban Concourse, Concourse Elegance. Oh. Wow. Um, about a month ago, which where the Dino was, uh, was best of show. Nice. Okay, so, so it's a yeah. double whammy. It's a double yeah. concourse one. So, yeah. But Vic, do we call it a Ferrari Dino or a Dino? Okay, so the car is supposed to be a Dino. There's no Ferrari badges mm. on the cars. So in the 70s, a lot of them got dressed up with Ferrari badges and I've 80s. I've seen that, yeah. But uh, Enzo said at the time, no V12, no Ferrari badge. Really? So it wasn't yeah, big this, enough. This was predates the V8 as well. That's correct. Yeah. And uh, and so the, the Dino is, is a Pinafrini design, so it's more of the rounded shape. Yeah, 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 after yeah. that came the the the, um, the 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 V8 Dino, and the early ones were also called uh, Dinos, and then after they were called the 308s. The um, ah, the yeah. GT4s. Yeah, yeah the yeah, GT4s. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what was the point of the Dino? I mean, was it like a um, an entry level car? It, was it for somebody who wanted a Ferrari but didn't quite have enough cash and then the Dino came along and you could and you could buy yourself a Dino I mean is that how it worked I don't well, yeah, yeah, so that's the, a good question yeah, so the Dino was produced alongside the Daytona ah okay and the GTC and the run out of the Queen Mary with the 365 uh, 2 plus 2 ah yeah so all V12 Columbos yeah yeah and the engines were, were built were, sh- were shared by Fiat and Ferrari so okay. so Dino was the engineer uh, Enzo's son. Yeah. Look, he died at 24, and so, so, and uh, he developed the V6, and okay. they developed those V6 for the Shark Nose Formula One cars from the 60s. If you remember them, yes, oh, yes. And they ran with the V6. So, so that's where the engine comes from, the V6. And uh, okay. In the Dino, of course, they uh, uh, fitted the first car. They had the engine transversely. Yes. behind okay. the driver, and and uh, so that was like the first uh, mid mid mount Ferrari. And what year did they first come out in? Um, 60, 60, probably late 668. Okay. Yeah, 68 was the, was the first Dino, yeah. which was called uh, the Dino uh, uh, um, 2, it's, uh, my, the, two, ours two, so ours are 246, so those would have been a 206, a 2-liter, yeah. 6-cylinder aluminum body. Okay, all right. And, and the later cars like ours, yeah. 246, a steel body, 2.4-liter, 6-cylinder. Okay. Yeah, so okay. that's… Wow. So mm. interesting, this motor, so you said it was a development in conjunction with Fiat, so it was using the Fiat Dino, is it called the, no, what is it called? Yeah, it had a couple of cars, the Fiat, they had the Fiat Coupe. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then they had the Fiat Dino Spider. That's it. Or the the Fiat uh, Spider, that's a beautiful car, and, I don't know if you've seen that. I have, and then also famously in the Lancia Stratos. Which, yeah, yeah, okay, so that was the ultimate car, and they also had a 24-valve version of the same engine. Oh. The, the Duty in the Lancia Stratos. Yes, okay. Yeah. So, so that was, that's where, I mean, it had lots of racing pedigree in that car. Yeah, so Lancia Stratos basically uh, a, a similar frame to the Dino, 
but uh, but shorter. even a shorter wheelbase. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, magnificent car. Magnificent. Mm. We've got none of those in South Africa, eh? No. no I've never seen one. Astrotos. Anyone I've seen. No. Vic, there's still time. Let's get one of those. In yeah. Here. yeah. Look, a friend of friend of mine's got one. <laughs> of course he does. Uh, yeah. In Australia, he's got Australia. a he's got a right hand drive. That really? one, only right hand drive. Oh, you showed me the photos. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, it's built for the car. built for the RAC Cruel. really. Jeez, so special. Sean's got that car, and uh, Sean was also the advisor on this Dino project. Oh, in your project. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's get into that project. I mean, I was going to ask you. I mean, where did you source this car from? Because it's not the kind of thing you just go onto, you know, Google, and end up buying from a, a you know. A dealership somewhere, yeah. <laughs> auto trader, auto trader. Okay, so yeah, this this car I've got a long and rich history in South Africa, and uh, it actually came from virtually a block from St John's School. I mean, a, a guy Fabrizio Genovese, and he had the car. He's the neighbour to, to to Giorgio Cavalieri, and the mm-hmm. Cavalieri's. Okay, so Cavalieri's the president of the Ferrari Club in South y- Africa. Yes, yeah. the chairman. Yeah, yeah, chairman. And so, so Giorgio's dad had this car. I mean, uh, I've, I've got pictures where he is washing the car as a young man and using the car, and I've got pictures where the ref count is flat and the speedo is flat, is flat really? out as fast as they can go. <laughs> <you know? laughs> How fast can uh, I go, actually? Uh, to, uh, the off, I think the official top speed is 242. Four, that's Pretty fast. Quick, okay. yeah. 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 And I've, got, I've had it over 200. So I'm sure. There's no I'm problem. Sure. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> uh, we, got the car, we got the car from him, and he kind of used the car as a daily as well. Oh, great. Yeah, so we the liked, da- yeah, daily yeah. use. And at that some it wasn't perfect, mm. but it was a good car. And uh, it made a lovely noise, and it ran beautifully. Was it the so original color, this color? It, it was. It, it wasn't. It was Dino Rosso when I bought it. Okay. Okay. Well, when we bought it, it was Dino Rosso. Before that, it was red with Ferrari badges. Oh, and okay. mm. and then it had a full resto with Piero, uh, I think, around 2004. Okay. And, uh, and, and so it, it was, was then, restored it was in then, 2004. Yes, Papira. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And uh, yeah, we said he lost. Yeah, Papira recently. Yeah. yeah. And um, so after that, after so when we got it, it had some dents on the sides, and you know it, it was running nicely. I remember going home. I nearly didn't make it because the clutch was slipping. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but uh, yeah, there was a simple adjustment, so and, the car, and the car was running nicely. And, and I liked the car a lot because it was really usable. You know, it, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't but perfect, it, but yeah. you could drive it, you could use it, you could park it. You know, yeah. so it's it, it's good to keep a car like that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So then and that then, begs the question. Yeah. So like, you it, so basically went from like a nice usable car, and then you decided right, I'm gonna I'm gonna just take it up a whole another level yeah so and make a concourse I, I didn't decide that oh, okay uh, that, uh, that that was that was that it was something that just happened but i'll tell you the story mm. so um, so my friend carlos i don't know if you've met him carlos de abru uh, he, he won know. the first concourse with his pantera so oh, yeah, okay. he, so he founded a, 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 a group five or not the racing one the pantera uh, um, GTS, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one with the body kit on the uh, later yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. They found a car in a container, complete in Botswana, that had been parked in that container for for years. Really, and they bought it off the estate. So, so Carlos That's got a the great car, story. and uh, and and he got this amazing car that was just complete in the original. Nothing had been changed. It's amazing. It's it's. Oh. A, I think it's called the 5000S, the latest one. Mm. Yeah, and uh, so Carlos did this restoration, which won the first concours when it was at Sun, Sun City. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and from from there it started. So I think Carlos, I asked him, listen, take the dinos, we put it in a trailer, 
uh, take it to Botswana and we didn't even export the car properly you know if you're going to do work on a car in a different country you have to export it and you get the VAT clearance and you can claim the VAT on the repairs and all that so we lost a bit of money there but um, <laughs> <laughs> he took it over and I said just do the, the little dents on the sides okay. and, uh, and, and, and line up the doors a little bit and we said to him okay and uh, there's an oil leak that um, we couldn't, that I couldn't find. I said, just have a look and see if you can sort the oil leak out. Because he's one of those, those old hands-on craftsmen, you know. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a proper car guy, you know. And, and a poorer. Yeah, yeah, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Carlos phones me and he says, now, Vic, you must come and look at this car. So I was in the Kalahari Game Reserve and I thought, okay, well, let's take a trip up there. And uh, which was also a mistake. It's, uh, it's, it's much further than what I thought it was to go from there to, <laughs> to get through Botswana. But anyway, um, I arrived there just to find the car in boxes. <laughs> I mean, there was just a frame. Okay. There was nothing. Just a frame and boxes and parts everywhere. And you said I, I sent it to remove some dents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so murakha. I mean, I just, it was unbelievable. I, couldn't, I didn't talk to him for a month. I was so cross there. Unbelievable. That sounds amazing. Okay. So, so he like stripped the car and he said, I'm going to find something wrong, you know. And he stripped it all the way down. What we found, the only thing you could find wrong there was on the sills, there was a bit of rust yeah. on the inside of the door sills. And that was, uh, you can see it was something that was replaced before. Okay. And uh, on the one A-pillar, there was a bit of a mark. but And there was a small accident repair on the front, but very, very slight. So that was it. So now we're in, we in for it now. So You're in it, yeah. Yeah, so we had to... We had to do it properly. So, uh, okay, so we just started with the frame. We sanded it down completely. Okay. Um, and we got it hand sanded, and it was just all the way down to the steel. Wow. And then, of course, you know, old steel is not as good as new, new car steel. The steel isn't treated in the way that we got it now. So you have to epoxy it and then do the 2K primer. Okay. And then get it absolutely smooth. And this is where you see the car now. When you guys had a look at this morning, you see those lines are just absolutely perfect. The body, the doors, the fits, the the gaps. Yeah. You know, a lot of time spent to get this car absolutely perfect. It all starts perfect. with getting the frame right to start and, yeah, and yeah, all that. Yeah. But I suppose it's a slippery slope. So once you start with the frame, I mean, you're going to do everything. Every nut and bolt and rubber and everything. Every nut has been has been coated and galvanized. Every bolt, every clip, every bush is new. Every pipe is new. We even had to find the right original hose clamps, the right hooters, the right relays. Wow. Uh, it's the research, a lot of research goes into that. And so we brought, early on the project, we brought Sean Brennan and, and he's friends with Matthias Bass, Bass the German uh, uh, guy that wrote the Dino Compendium. So he uh, could help us a lot because he'd just done an M-series. Okay. So uh, this, that, that, well, You that, showed that, us that, that book just now. I mean, there's it. a hell of a lot of detail uh, in that book. It's 800 pages of detail. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So so we could get the car correct. Um, and then uh, uh, um, uh, the interior was, was done in Italy for us uh, by, by a firm called Luti. And they do the classic interior. So that yeah. came as a, as a kit which we had to fit locally. And, uh, and and Carlos, he was he was just obsessed with this motor car. Yeah. I mean, I think he stopped working for a year, and uh, <laughs> all he did was was the dealer. <laughs> and every day there was progress and photos and excitement and oh, really? and then we had then we had problems with stuff that you can't get to or, or parts. We tried to have everything ready before we started. Ah, uh, see, that's yeah. A, yeah. yeah. So and, how long did the whole process take? Uh, um, the whole process was about two years. From when you sent him the car yeah. to getting it back. Yeah, but once we once we started uh, assembling, it was quick. Okay. So he's got an assembly room, which is just, yeah. I can show you photos, it's just like a... Bolting everything Just together. like a 
clinical, uh, clean assembly room, all your bolts, everything, what you're going to do today, there it's laid out properly. Oh, that's like that's that. what you're going to do. And uh, yeah, so 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 the car, th- once we started assembling it, things happened quite fast, you know, so the engine was done completely, so the, the engine, the car ran so nicely before we knew we didn't have to balance anything like that, so okay. just new clutch. Uh, new internals, yeah, uh, reconditioned, yeah. yeah, redo the heads and all of that. Okay. And uh, as, yeah, and she's still running fine. Yeah. Um, not even run in yet. No, not even run in yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> and in, in terms of like parts availability, I mean, because we come from Porsche background and like they've got a really good classic support system. I mean, yeah. is there is there is it like a, a similar thing on the Ferrari side of the fence, or yeah, I is think it's harder to get. I, I think if you compare a 911 and a 911, you can virtually purchase everything you want for the car. Mm. You can decide on the theme how you want it, how you're going to have it done. You know, uh, what type of suspension? What do you want to use the car for? But on the Dino, it's a lot more difficult. So there's the, the, the M series only produced for nine months, sure. so there are fewer cars. And it had different, like it's got chrome and matte together mm-hmm. on, on, on the wipers is matte, the quarter vents are matte, the rest is chrome. Yeah, I um, saw that. Um, also, when you sip the car, so it's got th- its job number, you know, this car's build number was 185. It's stamped everywhere, inside the beadings, inside oh, yeah, the cool. doors, on every component. So you could follow, you could track that. Wow. Um, so, yeah, to get all the parts together was a bit difficult. Uh, some parts came from Russia. Which okay. is the petrol cap because we had came we had to find that off a specific lighter. So oh, got a lighter, a lighter. Okay, <laughs> well, lighter comes from Fiat. The same <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> with this, uh, yeah, with that look, with the silver cap on the galvanized cap on the top. Other stuff, uh, uh, Canada. Yeah. Um, 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 that one firm in in the UK is very good. Super performance. Yes. Yeah, they were excellent. They probably your best uh, supply and. Uh, some other, some other engineering firms we got parts from, suspensions uh, parts, uh, new discs were done, uh, the calipers were redone. Yeah. Everything was was done in the right color and and uh, re- a lot of the stuff regalvanized. So you know, we, we took a lot of time about making sure everything is yeah you can see it as it was. And and we get back to Concord. I mean that's what they look for. They try and find the car. That's the closest as to what it was when we left the showroom. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it looks yeah. it looks so close to show. I mean, it, it's like climbing into time machine and going back. I mean, yeah. you know, when you pop no, up, you the look hood at the gauges and, and all the of gauges them. and the fuse boxes and the it's decals and it's yeah. It's How phenomenal. many dinos are there in the country? Do you know? Okay, so according to the compendium, only six came to South Africa officially. Only six officially. Only six. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, how many are you? Now, I don't know. There's probably about ten, maybe mm. twelve. Well, it's good that uh, we got more uh, than officially. Came. Yeah, yeah, a lot more came in later, and a lot were imported after they were delivered in their in the market that they were meant for. But our car, our car was uh, specifically manufactured and shipped to TAK, and okay, yeah. and we still got the documents. That's cool. So okay. we got the invoices. Yeah. There was a time when a Dino, what I mean, it, so we've spoken about how it was the entry level Ferrari, and there was a time where these things weren't loved. They were unloved. Yeah, yeah they weren't like. And and over the last couple of years, they've just become the Ferrari. Well, the Dino, <laughs> but the it's Ferrari kind of cool to have. They're not Ferrari, but they are. But they're not. You know, <laughs> yeah. kind of has that strange but, but they are so sought after now. They're so valuable now. Yeah, and and they're nice to drive. Yeah, you know, it's 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 really a nice car to drive. And okay. when you drive it, it really, it's got all the ingredients. It makes the right noise. It 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 looks right. It handles good. It stops well. 
You know? I think one day you're going to have to take us down a road that's very quiet. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but look, it was a 9-11 competitor mm. at yeah. the time. Yeah. We're so running out of time. No, no don't want to talk. There's one last question. One last question. One last question. I've got yeah. so many things to uh, say. No, yeah. but you just have to choose the best one. <sighs> All right. Well, but I have two, and they're kind of related. All right. Small ones. Okay. Number one, Vic, do you think your car is now better than factory? Because we were talking about this, mm. you know, cars came out of the factory in the 60s and 70s. They were not perfect, no. you know. I wonder if, well, how do you think, how do you think your car compares? Uh, I think it's much better than the factory. Yeah. yeah, there's no, uh, if you look at the fit of the doors and, you know, and and Because the they were all handmade. Yeah, and, and, and we're now a lot more now. Yeah, we you do. Know, we do. We, and and the, the, a lot of the components that we're getting for the cars are much better quality than they were back then. Yeah. So, for instance, the internals on the motor, it'll last a lot longer and mm. probably produce a bit more power. Okay. And, yeah. and, and, I and think the paint quality and the way you prepped it and all that kind of stuff also. Yes, yeah, mm. uh, uh, definitely. The quality of the And we painted the car in base coat. There's no clear coat on it. Yeah. So, uh, it's a base coat, so it'll go the way they it. did it. And maybe there was a mistake, but it was done in, to be completely original yeah. as it was. So, Listen, it's, I've made it's that mistake too. It does. It fades. It scratches. But it's that's enough. enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of the time. It's not skills that were not available at the time it's just they weren't appropriate for the car you know they mm. weren't nobody was going to take that long making a effectively mass production sports car absolutely perfect no, not, yeah. but we we now value them so much and they're so rare that we inclined to take the time mm. so that brings me to the second quick question which was you said it's a controversial answer what about ferrari classico approval Okay, so I think that I, I'm not sure. You know, I haven't had a car ever certified myself. But, you know, you can have it less certified, and it will, of course, help. But, I mean, I've been, I've been, uh, I've seen another car in another competition that was certified, and, and a lot of the parts in the car was wrong. Really? They had the wrong wheels, at the wrong tires, at the wrong exhaust, at the wrong badge on. And, That's you know, interesting. So, 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 so then the judges uh, probably don't have the knowledge to know or, or they didn't look into that specifically because, because you know, you accept it on face value. Mm. So I think it's, that's what happens with a lot of this is that that, that that there's one car that's right and another car that goes through by using components from another car and then it just gets swapped back. So I think there's a... There's, yeah. there's a lot of certification, you know. You need to recheck it again. So, that's very interesting. I mean, that's very, it's very controversial mm. because a lot of, I mean, internationally, there's a lot of emphasis put on that mm. certificate and a lot of value. And yeah, I mean, uh, look, uh, not to say that all of them are probably like that. Or yeah, that's not. I think I think if you've got a really older car. Yeah. So something that's really rare and really valuable. If you're talking like a 250 GT. Or, or a car like that, where where you, it's it's a very valuable car, yeah. But there's a lot of copies around, and a lot of two room copies, which is just like perfect, you know. Yeah. So, so so I mean, Classic would also take, for instance, samples of the steel in the chassis and all of that type and of stuff, and analyze it and date it and make sure it's correct. Yeah. So I think in those cases, if you want to determine that you're actually buying the real McCoy, yeah, then it's important and it it can work. On the Dino. 
uh, I think if somebody wants it done, if somebody wants to buy the car one day and they want it done, then I'll consider it then because I know what I got, I know what the car is, I yeah. know it's correct. Mm-hmm. You know, get it anyway. well, what's the point? Mm-hmm. No, I agree yeah. with that. So, so, and you probably, yeah, I mean, you've got that. What do you call that book that you? I mean, there's so much detail in there. Yeah, and we and we know the car's history going back to you do, yeah. virtually bad news. So I, I don't see the point of that. But yeah, um, uh, yeah so That's you know, convincing. No, I think so as well. And you, mm-hmm. look, I think you're right on the two fifty. For like race cars where there was a lot of engine swapping and panel swapping and chassis swapping that's the kind of stuff they need to like and they've, they've just actually released something about it on the 250s that they're going to be finding and crushing all, all the, the copies, all the fake yeah. GTOs so, so, <laughs> or 250 so I don't races. know if we've got time but um, Ferrari said that they have now declared the 250 GTO as a piece of art. Uh, yeah, that's it's been it. declared an art, okay? <laughs> yes. Piece of art. So, so it can't be... That's it. It's can't art. be replicated, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, there's copyright on art. Okay. That's and, it. And, and so it means anybody <laughs> that's got a copy like of, that. of the you better art beware. Is, it could be in, in for a shock. The man Ferrari, is coming for you. Because the Ferrari police are in town. <laughs> well, congratulations, Vic. Yeah, yeah guys, that's all well we got done. time for, unfortunately. Yeah, we thanks. Could talk, we been talk for uh, hours about it. I, I would just like to say that uh, Concours SA is really worth visiting. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the event has really matured nicely. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, from, from, from my point of view, uh, I feel sorry for the guys that didn't make it, but in the beginning we also uh, we didn't get voted the best. It's, it's something that you become better at. It's like a, any competition, you know. The the more you practice, the more you get better at it. Yeah. The better it gets, and then of course uh, we've got a fabulous team. You know, Gerard and his friend Chris. Now, you know, you need a cleaner, eh? <laughs> and Chris can clean. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll it, borrow him. Yeah. If there's a dirty winch, can you lose the concord? I mean, yeah. it's as simple as that. Really? So they wind the window See. down, and if there's like a line on top where the window set, and you clean the round, it's your windows. So you use your son and his mate. Yeah, but that's, uh, yeah. So, no, Gerard, my brother. Oh, your brother. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. need to go with a good team. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. The, Thank you. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to let you hit the road in your Dino, which you bravely drove here. Thank uh, you for bringing lucky it. Kudos for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which was amazing. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. Thanks. Ciao. Join me, Paul Ash, in a beautiful soundscape as we explore the world in the Sunday Times Travel Podcast. Find it at sundaytimes.co.za. Welcome back to Gargumentative. Guys, that was that was a pretty cool interview with Vic. Um, that car is mind-blowing, actually. Yeah, uh, I know that you're not a... Ferrari in inverted commas like, and it's not a Ferrari like Dino Rosso Toro Rosso <laughs> Rosso Red I don't but, know what the difference is uh, that thing speaks you know, for itself it's beautiful it is. if you like old yeah. cars and classics so that thing is just it, 1971 246 GT Dino and a great smell mm. it had this nice aroma when it was parked it there. did almost like a Porsche almost almost not quite as good not quite as good not, or not enough oil yeah. I don't know guys I don't know what do it's, you know it's a really actually. special car it is special it is really great uh, so Mike had actually asked us. He sent a list. He, you know, of course, mm. he sends his apologies as usual. He can't be here. No, of course. But yeah. um, he sent a list of all these questions that he wanted, and we just decided not to ask them. So I think that's a good call. Sorry, Mike. 
<laughs> yeah, I flicked past. I got yeah, bored after the, like, the second I one. I don't know. It's some sort of CrossFit analogy. Yeah. <laughs> it's always CrossFit if this analogies. Car, if this car was a CrossFitter, which box would it be in? Yeah. <laughs> if you parked this car outside a gym, <laughs> yeah. would people... Yeah, no. If they're, if they're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they if were promo girls... Yeah. The answer yeah. The answer is always tequila. Always tequila. If, always. Always. If you were a promo girl and you had a choice between a Diablo with its doors up and a Dino that just won concourse, which would you with choose? With something else up. <laughs> <laughs> which would you choose? Uh, All right, so yeah. enough about Mark. Yeah. Let's, um, Nadav, you got a bit of a rant for us. Yeah, you do have a rant. It's a reluctant ramp, rant. Yeah. Um, I went into a pretty big dealership for a pretty big brand this week uh, wanting to look at a new car that they've released a pretty big deal car pretty yeah, big deal like car. a lot of hype about it it's a sports car um, and I must say I was a little bit disappointed um, with the car? not at all so if we get to it well time at a later stage I was pleasantly surprised with the car this is a car that's been controversial in the studio previously I told you guys <laughs> just from this conversation people uh, know exactly, know what, exactly what I'm talking about, about but we'll leave it at that and I just you is, know, this, a, is this a South African dealer thing I, I'm, you think I'm worried you know yeah. t- times are tough they really are you know we've going yeah. we've gone through a real financial downturn um, people even even normal cars are not selling you know um, the yeah. the property market's down you know yeah, we, everything's everyone's down. complaining everything. everything's done tough now you've decided you've made the decision to invest in bringing a whole new sports car line to South Africa and you failed to sell it so I just I walked into the dealership mm. and there it is it was on the floor and there was no one to be found and you I played said, with it and you sat in it and I, opened I, doors so, so I got I got I walked first I walked around it yeah and I thought alright well maybe someone will approach me then I no one did so I got brave and I started opening doors and opening popping the, the boots and yeah. popping the bonnets and then I got braver and I decided hmm, I'm going to climb in and then I started pushing buttons, and then I decided <laughs> to adjust the driving position for myself to see if it's any, if it's comfortable. I mean, I turned on the radio. I mean, was, it, the, um, was it like that time where you started a car on the dealer floor? It's I. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should ask. So I was looking at the start button, and I thought of exactly that time when I by mistake started. Um, you should have done it and actually fiat. done donuts. Yeah, and I probably still n- I nothing probably would have driven happened. it away. Yeah. Not a single person in twenty minutes approached me to ask whether I was interested in buying their one point two million rand sports car. I thought so it's I don't 1.2 know. million rand Thomas loves it yep. it's controversial <laughs> okay. I just hmm. guys you know if only there was another dealership you could go to to drive a similar car <laughs> there must be there there's must one be. in every small town <laughs> <laughs> so that's true you know maybe the experience you know I, I don't want to generalize and maybe the experience was only that dealership and, and, and after that they, they did make up for it and they, they were apologetic um, but I just, you know, if any dealers are, if any dealers are out there, and um, the, <laughs> the producer page says it, <laughs> she says it's because of your piercing. Oh, that they didn't want to talk to <laughs> me. Talk maybe, to me. maybe she's right. Well, Did you have your tattoo? Maybe they well. were, maybe they were judging me. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Maybe they didn't. But in, in if that case, if they thought that I was, I wasn't even gonna, I was never gonna come close to buy the car. But didn't you arrive there quite want a nice me, car? Yeah, I did, but what that car also you shouldn't driving? matter. That Mondeo. Shouldn't matter. Um, I drove a 911 there, but that's not the point. Drive it shouldn't matter. Yes. It shouldn't matter what you came in. Yeah. Maybe they didn't see it. It doesn't matter, you know. But the point is, 
it, you're a customer, and whether you've saved your entire life to buy that car, yep. or whether you can afford it at the drop of a hat, they don't know. Yep. But it, it doesn't make you any less or more of a customer. And people are complaining, and dealerships are complaining, and brands are complaining about South African economy. Guys, if any dealerships or dealer principals or salesmen are, le- are just remember, make that extra effort. Yeah. You know, it my advice, nothing. my I advice mean, to them has always been. The average businessman or someone who's got the money to buy your car only really has the opportunity to buy that, I think, on the weekend. Why close midday on a Saturday? Be open the whole of Saturday. Open late on a Monday. Who buys cars on a Monday? Mm. No one. Honestly, like think right. about your. St- we well, can't get to. We're you. talking about the sales division specifically. Yeah. We can't get to you because we're trying to do our jobs so that we can afford the stuff exactly. that you sell. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, op- different operating hours. Treat every customer like they're a potential buyer. Yeah. And even if they don't um, buy a car now, yeah. you've sowed a seed Absolutely. for the future. And yeah. you'll go back to the dealership, you know, with yeah. money in hand. It's not hard. Like, you see somebody, hard. he's looking at a car, you go up, hi, sir, how are you doing? Would you like a cup of coffee? Would you like a brochure? What are you yeah. looking at here? This is very good, but around the corner we've got something else which you might, you know. Yeah, the person has taken the take trouble to walk yeah. into a car dealership. Yeah. I've taken time out of my day to mm. come and see you. Um, you've got a product that, to be fair, doesn't exactly sell itself. Yeah. Uh, this brand at 1.2 million is uncharted territory at the moment. Uh, I'm Still not sure. Still don't know what he's talking it's about. It's great no. value for money, though, <laughs> compared to its it needs. It's really going to need a little bit cute. of selling. It's going to need a little bit of pushing. And yeah. I just think that, you know, it doesn't matter what level you're talking about. If you're talking about entry level or hypercar, Every customer counts. Please, guys, if you're listening, you know, don't complain at the end of the month if you haven't done absolutely everything to secure that sale. And the, the same can also be said for the used car market. If you yeah. you currently have a car on Gumtree or Autotrader or whatever, you know, you're going to have to sell it. Make sure it's clean. Make sure you're easily accessible. You answer your phone. You reply to messages. Yeah. Don't complain about the market if you're not trying very hard. Yeah. Simple as that. I mean, it's a... Senseless rent, but it's one in any case. Yeah, we need to have it. I inquired about a second-hand car today, and the guy said, give me your number. I'll WhatsApp you some photographs, some extra photographs. And did he? No, not yet. But uh, that was after business hours. But um, uh, it was probably the wrong car. That's why. You know what? This has inspired me. Let's let's, let's make a deal that we'll do a segment on good sales experiences that we've had. Yeah. It's not fair to be to end in a negative note. What? Fisheye camera in our, uh, our yeah. shirt buttons. We uh, take, like Isabel Jones. <laughs> no, it's Debbie <laughs> from Car Blanche. We take yeah. Debbie. Yeah. I actually asked an uh, interesting question though, that I can Debbie actually go shopping? Imagine Debbie from Carte Blanche walks into your shop. Yeah. Like, you oh, run. Oh, my God. Everyone just no, run. I'm not going to say Well, there you go. Just a, you know, there was a constructive rant. Yeah. Uh, dealerships, Sorry. if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, uh, take note. Or don't. Depends yeah. if you want to sell cars. And carry on whinging. Yeah. Cool, guys. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to Cargumentative, and um, we'll be back in the studio next week. Ciao. Cheers. Please, God. <laughs>